being unbothered doesn't necessarily mean that you don't care about anyone else's opinion or you don't care about anyone else. It simply means that you understand people's opinions are just that, people's opinions. They only affect your lifestyle if you let them affect your lifestyle. Hello you guys, my name is Nia and I am your host. Welcome or welcome back to this podcast and in this podcast, this is a keep it clean podcast where we talk about everything, keeping your body clean, keeping your mind clean, keeping your spirit clean, keeping your conscience clean, keeping your friendships clean. So this episode was a very inspired episode because yesterday I was outside doing a bit of um, journaling while watching the sunrise and this episode came because... I am in this season of my life, I love this season, I have filmed so many episodes because of it, but I am in a season of my life where I am completely unbothered. When someone says something that's extremely rude or extremely hurtful, I'll tell them, I'll tell them please don't say that, and that's about it. I don't let myself fixate upon it, and I kind of just leave it, the past is a past. And I remember this started, this season began when... I was about to leave a school and people who know me know that I am a homeschooler. I have been a homeschooler for seven years and then I went to school for six months and that was the school I was at. And I remember there was once I woke up 4.45 in the morning and I remember God asking me, Nia, if I ask you to do something that everyone else considered as crazy and random and weird, would you still do it? And that's the type of question you really need to stop and think. And I was like, Lord, of course I would, you know, like, I love you. I would do it. But then it's only recently I've learned that when God asks me questions like that, it's not really for me to answer them. It's more for me to reflect on them. So a couple of weeks passed by. And I've just really been thinking about that question, you know. I wake up again, same morning routine, 4.45, I start praying. Something really big had happened at the school the day before. So I'm like, Lord Jesus, do you want me to stay at the school or do you want me to leave? And I very clearly hear him telling me, leave. <laughs> and it's funny, yeah, because sometimes I'll be like, okay, Lord, and this is what you want me to do. But like, this is what I want to do. So could you like make them line up in some way? So I was like, okay, God, but just to make sure that this isn't myself telling myself to leave, um, just give me a couple of signs so I know. I got back home. I left that school that week and it was very crazy. It was very fast, but I remember the comments that followed after and it wasn't really direct comments like, oh, Nia, you're so soft for leaving the school. What, you couldn't take school for a couple of months? It was very kind of like light, like, oh, you left the school. I always thought you couldn't handle school or, oh, you left the school. Mm, yeah, homeschool suits you better. Like, that's not bad because it's the truth. Homeschool suits me better. But then when it becomes a whole thing where your friends are like, oh, I always knew it. You can't handle school. You're too soft. And y'all, I'm using very good language right now. The words they used, they weren't it. The words they used were a bit more vulgar. It was a very painful period of my life. And I remember 
before I left the school, before I made the decision to leave the school, I wrote down a pros and cons list. And I know how crazy this is. Y'all are like, Nia, you left the school because of a pros and cons list? No. But the things that were on the pros and cons list were so crazy. So the list was called um, pros and cons of leaving school. And the pros were like 20. The cons, in all honesty, they were two. What I'd written down were like 15, but they were two. You know why? 13 of those 15 were, what will people think about me? People might think of me as weak. People might think of me as timid. People might think that I can't get through this. People might think that, um, oh, she's Nia, the girl who couldn't handle school. The girl who couldn't handle a teensy bit of bullying. My question is, why is it that we sometimes feel the insane need to fit in, to be like everyone else, to be loved, when we are loved, we're loved by the Most High. Why do we feel it so necessary to fit in with a bunch of people who won't be on our deathbed with us? My mom has always told me this. It's very crazy, it's very interesting, and I love it. And technically, what she says is, the only person who will always be there for you for eternity from the day you were born to the day you go up is God you know why because sometimes you let yourself down sometimes you won't be there for yourself sometimes you'll talk to yourself badly but you know who'll never do any of that God and I love the TikToks where it's like sorry but I'm focusing on me or um I learned that the only person who's always there for me is me. I'm not always there for myself. I don't think anyone is always there for themselves. Otherwise, we would all be living a completely different reality. If everyone was always there for themselves, I believe we'd be living a very selfish reality. Hello, you guys. So this is Future Nia here. And I just want to specify something. Not if everyone was always there for themselves, if everyone was always only there for themselves. I wanted to specify only because there's nothing necessarily wrong with being there for you, though there is something wrong with always only being there for you and no one else around you. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. And I believe that our self-talk, we wouldn't be having bad self-talk. We wouldn't be talking to ourselves wrong. We'd be talking to ourselves so sweetly, so kindly. We would never say, oh, you're so dumb. Oh, you're so unkind. Oh, you're so weird. Oh, you're so crazy. You're so pick me. By the way, that phrase pick me, I just want to talk about that for a minute. Because it is a phrase that's being thrown around so much. And I was doing my Google on it because there's some things I really just don't get about that phrase. And you know what, y'all? That phrase, pick me, is solely based on insecurities. Oh, I don't think anyone wants me. Honey, that is an insecurity. We have literally just rebranded insecurities. That's all we've done. Like, nothing more. We've just rebranded insecurities. So, why is it... If we have just rebranded insecurities that people are being called pick me more, is it because people are being more insecure? 
And then the phrase, um, I'm not like other girls. Okay, I will say, for me, I find that phrase to be a bit cringe. I would rather people just say I'm unique. Um, it's, it's, it's a teensy bit cringe. But at the same time, it's not pick me. Though you haven't met every other girl. So I wouldn't say, I wouldn't recommend you use it. Also, that phrase, pick me, I think it's the fact that on all the videos I've watched, when people are like, oh, that's what a pick me girl is like, it's because she seeks a tremendous amount of validation from other people, or he seeks that. He wants to be reminded that he is loved, and there is nothing wrong with that. But when you're telling yourself extremely negative self-talk, so that you are loved and you are validated and you feel like you're cared for, that's really doing no one good. Because every single day of your life, someone can tell you, oh, you're so beautiful, you're so kind, you're so pretty, you're so sweet. But then if you tell yourself, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm so weird, I'm so crazy, I have have no good in life. That's something I hear a lot when people are like, oh yeah, my life is literally so pointless. It's not right, y'all. Let's be honest. Because you're declaring things over your future that haven't come to be. And the power of the tongue, life and death are in it. Once again, y'all, why is it that we care so much about what other people think? Is it because our minds have kind of been programmed like that? Mm, I really like that. Let's go back to social media. And social media can be such an amazing tool. But on social media, right, it's very common to, like, see people who are living these perfect lives, living these amazing, glamorous lives. And then you try and compare it to your own life and you're like, well, I'm not living that. I'm not like that. Is my life messed up? Is my life weird? Is my life crazy? I will remind you guys something. There's a creator I follow. I think her name is Spencer Barbosa. And she's always saying this. Social media is nothing but a highlight reel. It literally highlights the best parts of your life. So when you see someone giving a productive day in my life. And it starts off with doing yoga, doing Pilates, doing exercise. And then a kale sandwich. And then a kale smoothie. And then they make their bed. And everything is so perfect. And they wake up with their hair looking like they're Angelina Jolie. (laughs) Like, you can't expect that to be completely real. You can't expect that to be every day of the life. And you know what I find interesting? Is that for those of us, us kids, you know, us Gen Zs, not Gen Alpha, Gen Zs. Well, technically I'm Gen Alpha, but I identify as Gen Z because I'm born after December of 2009. But... Anyway, so children, Gen Z children specifically, I think I would also be considered like till about 2010. You were so unbothered. Like you were the OG, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less in that you would go for walks, you would pick flowers, you'd smell them. Oh, that's nice. You were living in the moment. You would wear what you wanted. I have friends that tell me that when they were younger... They would literally wear Spider-Man PJs like it was their last day on earth. (laughs) And I was the same way. 
I'd wear dresses and I'd wear skirts and I loved the color pink and I was a very feminine person and I loved baking and I loved crocheting. And then we all started going to school. And then I was told that it was cool to be a tomboy and it was weird to like the color pink because that's just too common and too girly. And then I have friends who come up to me and they tell me that they were told that you can't like sports too much because that's weird. So it's kind of like this norm was being pushed onto us and it was taking away the happiness that was inside our childhood and the happiness that comes with not caring about what other people think about you. I'm trying to get back my confidence. And y'all, please come along this journey with me. Let's try and get back the confidence we had as children. The confidence that would mean we would walk up to other people and say, oh, I like your skirt. You have really pretty hair. I love your earrings. I love your car. That confidence, that confidence should have won prizes. That confidence is so rare and it's so beautiful. It's an art. It is such an art. So my question is, y'all, what's stopping you from doing it? What's stopping you from starting that channel? What's stopping you from starting that podcast? What's stopping you from playing that instrument, from learning that instrument? What's stopping you from asking that person to go on a walk with you? What's stopping you from living your best possible life? And please don't say, um, I don't know, these people, what will they think of me? They might think I'm weird. They might think I'm crazy. Let them think you're crazy. Let them think you're weird. <laughs> I was watching a TikTok and it is so true the other day where... Um, Spencer Barbosa, she was saying that when she was younger and she was in high school, she wanted to be described as, oh, Spencer, she's so chill. I was the same way and I have so many friends who are the same way. Like we wanted to be described as, oh yeah, that person, she's so chill. But is that who you are? Because I'm not chill. I love talking. That's why, that's one of the reasons I have a podcast. I love expressing myself. I love political debates. I love music. I love being loud. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Don't be afraid to be different. Because I promise you this. You will find out who your true friends are immediately you start being different. I believe that everyone on this planet, no one is like anyone else. If you're seen as normal by everyone you ever meet, then baby, you are living a double life. You are not living a true life. If you're seen as normal by everyone, you're not living your true life. There will always be someone who considers you as crazy, as weird, as abnormal, as too much, as too little. Are you going to let them stop you? Don't. Don't let them stop you. In the school I used to go to, while we're on the topic of other people's opinions, I used to have, um, we used to do this thing where you would say a story every single week. You'd write a story and then present it in front of the whole class every single week. And our teacher loved constructive criticism. So you'd have to tell everyone, would have to constructively criticize the story you told. And I loved that. 
because constructive criticism is i really like what you did because of this this and this though next time i think you could do this better though i would have preferred if you did this like this so even when you're criticized and it's really mean and it's really painful take that with a grain of salt i guess or with a grain of sugar what's the saying whichever one it is i remember there's someone who listened to the podcast and what they said wasn't the nicest thing possible because i think it was like the class was judging an episode and one of the people i knew she said that she didn't really get the point of the episode and she said that she didn't really like it and then she went on to keep saying that she would have preferred it i love this part she said she would have preferred it if i was a bit more detailed on that specific topic and i am so grateful she said that because i listened to the episode again and i was like yes i get what she meant so take that constructive criticism with a grain of salt take that criticism that's not constructive but just rude flat out rude with a grain of salt and see okay how can i use this to better myself criticism is only bad when you let it be bad to you when you let it completely change the your life course <laughs> criticism is only bad when you let it destroy you the art of being unbothered i love that episode name anyway you guys thank you so much for listening to this episode i pray that god has spoken you through it of course if you'd like to listen to more of this episode's content or this podcast's content you can listen to the episode above or below this episode um definitely go follow the podcast ig it just came out by the way have y'all realized that i rebranded the the podcast like there's a really nice sweet new logo the past one i was i felt led to change it the one i have now is much more appealing and i hope you guys like it but anyway the podcast's ig is keep it clean underscore podcast it has some really amazing um topics it has some really amazing updates i post on my stories very often there and i'm trying to post on it a bit more often but yeah you guys 